Welcome to Breaking Butterfly, the podcast for the girls who want more out of life. I'm your host, Maddie Maple, confidence and business coach, motivational speaker, and six-figure entrepreneur. I'm here to lead you into ultimate confidence, feminine leadership, and help you create the life of your dreams. So if you're ready for your next up level, let's go. or if you're new here, a very special welcome. I am so, so grateful to have you here. Today, I am joined by Hallie Halpern, and she is a really good friend of mine, an old client of mine, and she is a uh, branding expert and icon creator, and she truly is the epitome of iconic iconic energy and of course on a podcast where we talk all things confidence like how like what could be more fitting than talking to someone who's literally iconic that is like confidence on on steroids so so excited to have you here say hello hi everybody i'm so happy and honored to be here maddie has helped me you know, get started with my podcast and it just feels full circle. So I'm yeah. very excited. <laughs> yeah, it's so fun. I feel like I've just been waiting for the perfect moment to have Hallie on. Like a lot of my really amazing like entrepreneur, like, you know, just other like iconic friends I feel like I've had on the podcast, but Hallie, I've just been like waiting for the perfect time and the perfect topic and like the ideas that came through to me these past couple of weeks it was just like divine timing to to finally yes. have this. I was also waiting I was like I feel like she's gonna ask me at some point I don't yeah. know when <laughs> I'm not yeah. gonna push it totally <laughs> so yeah. Happy. yeah it's fucking perfect timing but for everyone that doesn't know Hallie like I feel like some you know some of my audience will have already known you but if they don't know you give them just like a little little introduction. Who are you? What do you like to do? Okay. All of the um, things. It's so funny when people ask that, it's like your mind goes blank. You're like, fuck, wait, who, who am, am I? I? What do I do? <laughs> what do I even like? I feel like, um, I, feel like I used to have like a rehearsed thing. Like, oh, I'm Maddie Maple. Like, this is who I am. And now, yeah. now lately I've just been like, uh, I don't know. I literally don't know. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. So Hi guys, I'm Hallie Halpern, also known as Seriously Hallie for um, my business mostly. Um, so I am, I went to school for graphic design and now I am a full-time business owner. I do branding from the ground up, specializing with small business. So basically that means uh, I do brand consulting to help you conceptualize your brand. Um, and then from there, I do uh, branding, so logo, business cards, all the marketing assets, all the social media assets for your brand. And from there, I also do web design. Um, mm -hmm. I also have a podcast called Icon Elements, which is a play on the term used for design, um, which is mm -hmm. about basically how to just be like an iconic bitch. And when you are being an icon, you have to kind of master all the different parts of yourself. So whether that be health, physical and mental, you know, confidence, 
all that good stuff. It's sort of just a mishmash of whatever I feel like talking about. Um, mm-hmm. I live in Miami. Um, I'm from Pennsylvania. Not that anyone should care about that. I care. I care. Oh, okay, good. Where in um, Pennsylvania? Westchester. <laughs> it's 45 minutes wow. outside Philly. Um, what else can I say? Oh, so I, I lived in Orlando for five years before moving here. I've been here in Miami for four years and I'm obsessed with it. Um, I think that I don't see myself leaving. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you're one of the only people that I hear like actually like fanatic about the like place that they live. Like it's, it's very crazy. rare that you find someone that's like, I fucking love where I live. It's true. Actually though, like I think a lot of my friends that have moved here that have been like, I don't like to compare the post COVID to pre COVID Miami movers, but I'm going to compare them because I, like, yeah. <laughs> so obviously everyone moved here because of the pandemic. Cause we have like freedom to do whatever we want. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like everyone I know that's moved here before that we were all really passionate about it because we saw something very just different about this place and all most of us at least still are so obsessed with it um because it's just yeah it's very different uh than anywhere else so yeah but I also feel like I don't know just from my perspective I feel like you make the most of it like if I lived in Miami I might not like go to the same places that you do or like do the same activities because well because I'm a homebody and I'm lazy and I'm antisocial. But but also, like, I just feel like you find the places to be. Like, you go yeah. out and, like, find the people to be with, the places to be. Um, and that kind of segues a little bit into what I really wanted to talk with Hallie about today because we had a good laugh that, like, guys, the amount of times people ask me to do a podcast about making friends in your 20s, and obviously I've never made – the podcast because I don't have friends nor do I want friends I'm so I'm so introverted I'm so antisocial and that like when I got another person that asked me about that topic that's when I was like Hallie networking queen the girl that's at all you know all the places the events the friends like I don't know how how do you do it how do you make your life so fun and iconic okay well, first of all, I just think that you, I just have to say, you know, you go to festivals, which I have too much social anxiety to do. So it's just True. so crazy how you can like be in a crowd in general admission, completely happy. <laughs> and I'm over here. Like I would rather fucking die. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you do that. Or I, I kudos I, to you, first of all. <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's like my only social so- thing. I save up all my social energy just to go for one for one weekend and then you're done for a few weeks I get it okay so well I guess I could to answer your question I've always been like this Mm -hmm. like my whole life so you know when I was little um my family would always go on vacations together um and when it was just my immediate family so my mom my dad and my sister you know I was always a little bit older than my sister and I wanted to have fun and make friends so I would always go to the kids club at the resort, I would make friends with people my age. And then I would say, Hey, let's ditch the kids club. This is boring. I hate being told what to do. So I'd be like 11 or 12, you know, walking around all inclusive resorts with other 12 year olds, like, you know, drinking virgin daiquiris, just having a good old time. And it's just always been 
part of what I do. And I, I think, you know, I can't, the first part of it is that I've just naturally been social since I was born. That's not going to mm-hmm. help people though. So the next step is how do, how do you teach that to somebody? Right. So yeah. what it really is, is, um, for starters, it's getting over the fear of talking to people. And, you know, I'm actually releasing a networking course in two days, uh, which is a little bit less oh, about quote unquote making friends and more about, you know, making business relationships. But at the end of the day, they're both. Most yeah. of my business relationships are my friends. So not to get so off topic, but it's kind of like networking and making friends are really integrated into one sort of way of doing things. Um, <clears throat> so what I would recommend first is if you're new to making friends, uh, figure out what your hobbies are and what you're interested in and use that as a jumping off point. Uh, There's a lot of good websites and things like there's this one called meetup.com, which Mm -hmm. if I was new to a city, I would probably use that. It shows, you know, events, whether it be yoga, open mic, uh, painting with a twist. I feel like that's a great place if you have absolutely no connections um, somewhere. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, I would say once you start getting your feet wet into a certain community, uh, even if you don't know anyone really there, if you follow those people on social media, they always post about other things that they're doing. Mm-hmm. So when I first started, I would say the big thing for me was when I first moved here, I was kind of, I don't like to talk shit, but I was kind of in with the wrong crowd. You know, I was, mm-hmm. you know, making bad decisions on the weekends you know, I was, um, I kind of felt like the party lifestyle here overtook me in a really unhealthy way. Mm-hmm. And that's all I was doing. Those were the only people that I knew here. And I really just thought that that's what this place was at face value. Mm-hmm. And then when you start getting involved into other communities that aren't about partying, for me, it was yoga here. Um, yeah. I immediately started just going up to people and being like, Hey, that was a great class. What's your Instagram? Let me follow you. You follow one yoga teacher, then maybe you follow them around to something else they do. You know, you see the same faces there. You introduce yourself. Um, for me being a business owner and having stickers that I give out has also been a huge way of keeping these connections Mm. because people don't forget if you give them a little sticker (laughs) I've seen on like TikTok or something these girls that made like stamps of like their name and their Instagram and their phone number and they just like stamp people like really oh I love that that's funny so funny yeah I Um, mean having so I mean that's that's the beauty of social media is being able to maintain these connections yeah um and I think that that's the the Quickest way for people who are listening that are not at all versed in making friends, the best thing that I do is start showing face at the same places frequently to the point where you're comfortable enough to talk to the people that you see all the time, even if that isn't the first time. Yeah, uh, that's actually so smart because it is kind of uncomfortable when you see someone just one time to just like go up to them and they're like, why are you talking to me? But if you see someone like three times, it's almost rude if you don't introduce yourself actually thinking about that too it just brings up this is the most perfect story that I could tell you guys actually yeah yes okay so I was going to when the pandemic was still like really popping off back last March ish I'd go to yoga 
every week, 420 Space Yoga that's put on by Club Space at their mm. park location. And one day I was there with some of my friends and I saw one of the demos. So like a yoga teacher, that's not the main one, but they're kind of showing people how to do things. Mm. I saw this girl and she was just glowing. Like, you know, yeah. when someone's so healthy and alive that they're just glowing from the inside out. Yeah. And I was so immediately drawn to her. And I told my friend, I looked at her and I said, I need to know who that girl is. Or like, I might just pass away because I'm yeah. very dramatic, as you know. <laughs> and I was like, I need to know who she is. Like, I need to know who she is. So I went up to her after class and I gave her a sticker and she was like, nice to meet you, whatever. That was it. One of my friends found her Instagram for me yeah. and sent it to me. And so I went and I went in, <laughs> this is going to sound so, so funny, but I talk about this in my course as well. I went and I liked like three of her pictures because I was like, okay, I need her to like know who I am, but I'm not going to reach out to her yet because that might be weird. So I liked a bunch of her pictures. And then the next week at yoga, she came up to me and said, hey, I think you followed me on Instagram. I really love your work. You're super talented. And then that day she followed me back. This girl is now my best friend. This is like my actual best friend, like soulmate best friend. Really? Yes. I think I know who it is. The girl that I posted for my birthday, Parker. Yes. Yes. Like I, and that story is because I saw someone and I said, I absolutely need to be friends with this person. And I followed my intuition and I did it. (laughs) Yeah. And not in like, I think a big part of this too. Oh my God. I feel like I have so many things to like touch on or like say back to you and and ask about all of this. But um, I think like a huge part of this too, and we can dive into this in a second is like, the not neediness of it right Mm -hmm. it's like well okay yes you said you like needed to know her you were gonna literally (laughs) pass away so okay maybe there is neediness like I wasn't attached to it it was more just like a joke exactly exactly (laughs) it's like you didn't like oh I need friends like I need 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 to like fill or like fill like a void like right I feel like so many people they get like so lonely like so crazily lonely that then they get kind of like scarcity scarcity and like lack mentality and then it's like Mm. how are you going to attract people like so your best friend that attracted you she attracted you because she was like glowing well you're not going to glow when you're like can somebody please be friends with me I have no friends like absolutely like you know That's such a good point too. Oh my God. Because I used to be that person. So Mm. when I first moved here and I was really engulfed in the party lifestyle and I was trying to social climb in like a very aggressive scarcity mindset way, Mm. like social climbing is never really a good thing. But what I mean is it was not networking. It was this very, like, there was very poor intentions behind what I was doing. Right. So I would make friends with girls in the DJ booth at the club because I wanted to be friends with the people that were exclusive, but it was so out of a place of desperation that like these people were so turned off by me and Mm. I was constantly pushing them away. Even if we had a good connection that night. And I know it's because I was coming from a place of desperation. Now when I make connections with people, sometimes I almost am like curious, Hey, like, am I going to turn this person off? You know? And, but I'm at a point now where I'm so abundant with my circle that these people are drawn to me, even if I'm weird as shit, like even if I am insane, they love it because I'm coming from my authentic and like very full cup place. Totally. Like, 
I, I don't have any like recent examples from my own life of this, but going back to like junior high, like I was the same way, right? Like all of these girls would hang out and I would want to be invited so bad. And I was like very, oh, I'm like so embarrassed by myself. I <laughs> I hated myself. Okay. Let's just start with that. But I was very like passive aggressive. Like if a bunch of girls that I thought I was friends with, like all hung out, like I would be like, like, thanks for the invite type of thing, you know? Literally same, literally same. Yeah. yeah. And so, and then, and I would literally, I was Mormon at the time. And so I would literally pray on my knees at my bedside to bedside to my heavenly father. I'm like, please, for the love of God, can you just send me a fucking friend? Like, please send me a friend. And like, just pure desperation, right? And then the moment it all switched was when I was like, okay, fuck it. I'm just going to make like, I'm just going to be the friend. I don't want friends. I will be the friend to others. I'm going to invite people to things. If they're not going to invite me, okay, I'll invite people to things and just created like my own vibe. Amazing. And then instantly now they're, they're like, where's my invite? It's like, bitch, you didn't give me an invite to your sleepover. You're not coming to my, no, I'm just kidding. That is amazing. Yeah. Like you have to make your own fun sometimes. And like, yeah, it's absolutely. And another thing too, which is kind of a segue off of that is that, and me and my friend were talking about this the other day. No one really talks about when you get into alignment with your actual truth, you are going to lose a shit ton of people. And like, <sighs> yeah, yeah. I was, so, I'm so glad you just brought this up. Cause I was going to segue into this. Oh, as well. perfect. Yeah. No, but it's so true. Like I, I remember when I was working one-on-one with you, Maddie, I was going through some hell yeah. I'm, I'm I allowed to say that in your podcast. I know you're an ex-Mormon. <laughs> you can say anything, girl. I, I, I saw that in – so literally, you guys, I have like this application form that I have my guests fill out before coming on the podcast. And so Ashley sent it to Hallie. It was like, okay, fill this out. And she literally puts in the notes. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear, but like let me know and I can try to tone it down. I'm like – Well, okay. I don't know. one person that swears more than you and it's – probably me okay we'll see about that we'll have a competition i'm just kidding well okay whatever so what were we oh so when i was working with you and i was going through so much shit i lost so many people it was at a time where i was making a huge pivot and everyone in my life was actually like soul sucking Mm -hmm. and i had really 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 bad luck with female friends like i was actually at a point where I was getting backstabbed left and right by everyone that I thought I could trust. And it was one of those things where I'm like, okay, I must be attracting this into my life. Why, you know, Mm -hmm. without putting too much blame and beating myself up, that's where I was at. And then, um, after I started clear, I probably lost not even to be dramatic, 35 to 40 people last Mm -hmm. year. Cause I know a lot of fucking people. Yeah. <laughs> and it was one of those things where after like the, the 20th one, I was kind of like, all right, bye. And I started seeing Jesse, our shaman. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Hey, you actually have no control of, over this. It's just going to keep speeding up. And I'm like, cool. Like I'm so used to it by now. I just, it doesn't matter. Like I'm going to shed a couple tears. Yeah. I'm going to move on. And now every single person in my life is so fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, they are, they carry, I have, instead of having like 40 fucked up people in my life, I have like 20 amazing people, like ride or die people. Yeah. And it's just, that's what you guys, if you're going to, if you start getting into alignment and you notice everyone leaving, 
don't get scared. It means you're doing something right. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say like, what would you say to people that are at the beginning of that journey? Because I was going to bring this up and was waiting for a moment to bring back up. Like, cause you were talking about you were in the party scene when you first got to Miami. Now you have this amazing group. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot, a lot of people are in that place, even like just especially with like drinking and stuff like that. Like um, a lot of my girls have like shared that, like, you know, they have all of these friends that they would all drink with and now they want to stop drinking. But if they don't drink, they're not going to hang out with those people. You know what I mean? Right. That's like right. their their life or kind of like their personality so, trait. Like that's what they do. And so I don't know. It's so interesting because this question, I could also answer this like 30 different ways. <laughs> yeah. So interestingly enough, when I first started getting way more into spirituality, I thought that I had to choose between I have many different sides to myself as most of us do, but I thought that I had to be what saw Simone, do you know him? He calls zombie Zen, which yeah. is like, just like love and light. Like I don't drink. I'm like, but like in a very boring, just kind of, I don't speak poorly of others kind of way. And you know, I, I tried to be that for a while. And then I realized, no, I'm also a comedian and I'm also batshit crazy. So yeah. this just doesn't go with, this doesn't align. It wasn't my authentic self. So yeah. I would say, number one, if you want to get sober, amazing for you. Yes. Your circle is a hundred percent going to change. All of my friends that are sober change the circle completely because the dynamic shifts and that's completely mm -hmm. okay. And also that's really amazing that you are going to make that choice for me personally. I have found a way to balance both. And a lot of my friends in the conscious community are also both. So we'll just have like a little fun time being just kind of like having, I want to call it having a human experience. Like we yeah. will drink, we'll show each other pictures of boys we're talking to. We'll have a little bit of gossip. We'll be actual humans. And then we'll go to a cacao ceremony and ecstatic dance. And I feel like that's the best way, at least for me, to be able to honor my actual life. Yeah. and be a part of the spiritual community yeah I love you know? that I feel like I'm the exact same way I feel like and that was like even my whole intention behind fruition like my retreat that I'm doing in October mm -hmm. I'm like I want it to be yeah like 50 percent like spiritual cacao ceremony yoga meditation and then 50 percent like bring out the champagne glasses and the mimosas and we're yes. gonna have like someone spinning on the DJ deck and like a fucking party because yeah. I think that being human is spiritual. Like absolutely, if you completely block it all out and try to almost like eradicate your ego, um, even like my old boss, she used, when I first started learning about the ego, I was so confused at first. I was like, how do I get rid of it? Like, how do I stop you know, stop gossiping completely and like, whatever. I was just going like balls to the wall. And she was like, you know, no, you're not supposed to eradicate it. Like she was like, I love, she's one of the most spiritual beings I know. And she's like, I love my ego. Like, yes, yeah, she can like step out of her ego and she needs mm -hmm. to be and be more spiritual, but then you can just like, it's like a little suit you put on. Like you're absolutely your so glad that you said that because yeah. I was thinking about that. And I'm like, you know, I think that I would not be able to run my business the way I do and have the, I guess you could call it charisma that I do mm -hmm. if I didn't step into my ego quite often. Because even though a lot of what I do, for those who don't really know me, I'm 
half of my brand is satire. Like I purposely say shit because it's so ridiculous and it's going to bother people, but then it's going to make the right people obsessed with it. And that's kind of like, that's where my like comedian entertainment part of my business comes in. It's like, I love to just say what no one else would say in a way that's just ridiculous. And you can't do stuff like that if you don't have a relationship with your ego. The sun is getting in the way a little bit. Um, I love it. You have like a spotlight. Yeah, it's like a spotlight. The universe is like, yeah, girl, you're you and your ego. Let's go. <laughs> but it's true, right? You know, we yeah. couldn't run our business without a little bit of ego. No, yeah. I oh my god, I think that the ego actually, when you have the right intention behind it, like even the biggest names that you see, I think that they, I think it would be a lie if they said they did everything that they do just for service. And just like when someone says like, oh, I just want to help people. Like when they start their business, I just want to help people. I'm like, bullshit. Tell me actually why you're here, right? You want, you want to have a big name or you want to make a fuck ton of money or whatever. But if we didn't have those like ego centered desires kind of like fueling us then we wouldn't be able to make the big impact so it's like have the right intention but then like allow your ego to want more money and more followers and more things because ultimately it will lead to more because even if you say that you don't it's like you're lying to yourself which is just a roadblock actually it's so crazy as we're talking I'll just randomly think of something and it's like almost like the universe is putting that thought there so I can say it it's crazy Um, I remember when I was a few months ago, like I was with living with my ex at the time and I, for the longest time, you know, when I was born, I swear since I was born, I was always like, I'm going to be a star. I'm going to be famous. I love the spotlight. I love to entertain from a very, very young age, always in the talent shows, always, you know, like on the playground, given a show, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as I got older, you know, life happens and we get all these society, society rules trying to belittle us and make us play small as society does. And then when you get conscious, you are trying to unravel that. That's pretty mm-hmm. much the process, right? Of how yeah. all of it works. So I remember for a while there, I was just saying, no, like, I don't want to be famous. Like, I just want to be a really successful graphic designer who like is friends with celebrities because then I can like be invited to cool parties. And like, I just was like trying to figure out a way to work around the fact that I wanted to be famous without admitting that. And then I was journaling one night and I remember just sitting there and being like, I want to be famous. And it was the first time that I allowed myself to feel that thought since I was a kid. And I started hysterically crying and I was just like, oh my God, this entire time I have been denying myself that feeling, but I want that. That is what I've always wanted. That is my most fundamental desire. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like why am, what have I been doing? Yeah. And I think it's also society's pressures have made us feel like, yeah, like that's wrong to like want that. And I just don't think that it is at all. We're literally here to play and experience and experience whatever the fuck we Absolutely. want to yeah and when you have a large platform you can influence people in a positive way mm-hmm. obviously there's like the, the ego part that's like yeah i can't wait to be walking the red carpet having people scream when they see me duh yeah but when you have a large audience you can help people instead of these dumbasses that we're making famous left and right who do yeah. absolutely nothing for society yeah you yeah, know totally. they're not helping <laughs> yeah and i think that 
like it's hard because good people I feel like don't want to give into their ego as much like they are the people that are putting those like ego centered Mm -hmm. desires like on the back burner kind of like you were because like they're good people but those are the types of people that should be following that because if not then like you said all of the people in leadership or that are famous and have like a really like big impact like they don't have that goodness it's it's almost like good people should have bad desires and then it also makes me think too like okay what is a good person right it's like what defines that and then you sit there and think okay Cause do you ever, I don't know if you've ever felt like this, but for a very long time in my life, I believed I wasn't a good person mm-hmm. from like social conditioning and like, you know, just some childhood trauma. Yeah. Um, I feel like trigger words for me would be like selfish, you know, yeah. bitchy, you know, too emotional, sensitive, those kinds of words. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I think People who wonder if they're a good person, they probably, I feel like bad people don't wonder that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) That's what I feel about a lot of things. Like if you're one, if you're so worried about being annoying, you're probably not annoying. If you're worried about being a bad person, you're probably not a bad person. If you're worried about being too salesy in your business you're probably not salesy at all. Like there's so many That's little so questions funny. like that. Yeah. I mean, I definitely believe that I am annoying, but I love that about me. <laughs> yeah, but it's, I feel like annoying in a bad way and annoying in a good ways. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, you're right, you're right. It's all about embodying. Like that's another thing too, is like embodying the, tr- like the words that used to trigger you and just like owning that mm-hmm. shit. Like if it's something mm-hmm. that actually you identify with, it's like, yeah, okay, what if I am? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's like such a perfect segue kind of into just the topic of being iconic in general, right? Because I think that, and obviously you speak more on this because you're the expert, but I think that like, but you know, for me too, even just like being confident or, you know, aka being iconic, like a big part of that is just owning who you are. Like Mm -hmm. that's what makes you iconic is saying like, yeah, this is who the fuck I am. And hello like hey hi (laughs) and like owning it because if you're how can you be iconic if you are embarrassed or shying away from a certain part of you it's so true and it's kind of like a muscle that you strengthen because it's and for those who don't know who a lot of you probably don't I took Maddie's metamorphosis uh Mm -hmm. program and she asked us she actually put me on the spot and she said, what is a word that you would like people to use when they describe you? And this was actually, I think the first time that I ever said this either. So like you were there when I invented this. I just thought in my head, I'm like iconic. Guys, you hear, you've heard it here first. Yeah, Maddie invented it. <laughs> I created, seriously, Hallie. And if you want to create it too, create your brand, Metamorphosis. Yes. No, you I'm just joking. No, seriously though, it, it was life-changing. It was one of those yeah. things that changed my life like later. Like at first it yeah. changed a lot and then shit got really bad for me because I was shedding everything and then yeah. it got really good again, which I think is literally how metamorphosis works. That's literally the metamorphosis. Wow. Yeah. The amount of clients I have that like get out of my program and then go through some shit and then like six months later, they message me and they're like, everything from metamorphosis makes sense. And I'm like, 
Yes. Yeah. It it's does make sense. It's like the delayed, the delayed gratification kind of thing. You got to go yeah. through some shit first. Yeah. Sometimes there's so much shit that like you have to release. I mean, cause in the program, right. We like, we release and then we build and then we like integrate it. But if you have, yeah. you know, 25 years of shit to release, it's like, oh my That's God. That's a lot. Yeah. And yeah. for me, that was like, you guys, I need you to understand something. This whole like icon thing, you know, it, I had to do a lot of shit to be able to be able to speak freely and have like such an open throat chakra. So mm-hmm. number one was like Maddie's. So this goes into like how to be an icon, but yeah. so like Maddie's course, you know, if you, if you're really needing some work done to yourself, you know, a course also having an energy healer like Jesse, mm-hmm. who Maddie showed me is amazing. Um, I feel like therapy didn't ever really do anything for me personally. Shaman yeah. work to kind of get you back balanced get rid of some limitations inside you. And then for me, number one, which Maddie talks about too, is I stopped using Twitter because Mm -hmm. Twitter is a bunch of miserable people who just Mm -hmm. want to gang up on each other. So I stopped using Twitter so that I would stop censoring my thoughts. If anyone has a problem with me on Instagram, they have to privately message me. And that is great because people are pussies and they're not going to. So they can send it in their little group chat to their friends that I'll never see. It's zero of my business what they have to say about me. It's just going to make me more famous. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, num- <laughs> that's the next part. <laughs> I love that. And that's the mentality you have to have too. Like mm-hmm. even if it sounds like you're lying to yourself at first when you say that, which it will, you have to speak as if you already are an icon. Mm-hmm. Today, I actually almost texted Maddie and said, you know, my cramps are really bad. I don't know if I can come on the show today. And then I remember I looked in the mirror and I said, what would an actual celebrity do? Yeah. They would not cancel their interview, you know, with Oprah. They wouldn't. Mm-hmm. They would take some Advil and shut the fuck up and get on the podcast So that's what I did because the show must go on when you're a celebrity, when you're an icon, right? Mm, I love that. (laughs) Collapsing timelines by fighting through the period pains. Dude, (laughs) collapsing and that you teaching us that was also revolutionary because it's true. Um, I'm reading a book right now called the 48 laws of power, Mm. which is mind blowing. If you guys Mm. haven't read it, it's triggering. But one of the things it talks about is, you know, it says like, if it's basically saying what I just said, it's like, if if kings are kings because they walk around like kings yeah, and you know, if if you want to be treated with respect and you want to be treated with importance, you have to treat yourself that way and embody that shit. Even if people think that you're being egocentric or narcissistic at first, they'll get used to it. It's not narcissism. They're just not used to people having that kind of confidence. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, I think anyone that thinks like actual genuine confidence is triggering to them or is calling you, yeah, like cocky or self-centered or whatever, it really is just their own shit because shouldn't we all be confident in ourselves? Right? Like it just, Mm -hmm. it almost, it's people think it's weird to be overly confident in yourself and walk around like you own the place, but isn't it weird not to? It's just such a, yeah, like it's it's like, why would you want to, why would you want to, okay. The legendary Britney Spears once said, there's only two types of people in this world. Those who entertain and those who observe. Why would you want to be an observer? Like we should Mm -hmm. all, I mean, there have to be those, but if you're listening to this podcast, you don't want to be an observer. Yeah. 
it's true. It's true. Um, <laughs> you just told you totally like ran my train of thoughts like elsewhere because now I'm thinking of. Did you watch Euphoria? Yes. <laughs> okay. Because now I'm thinking of like Lexi being the observer and then putting on the play oh, and yeah. entertaining. No, hundred percent. It's a whole thing. It's yeah. a whole thing. The show has a lot of lessons, even though it's kind of fucked up. But yeah, so my um, mind just went like, Phew. you're like, Ugh. but I mean, outside we can just try to bring it back. Outside of, um, you know, starting out with like the inner work and then getting used to walking around a certain way, talking a certain way. Yeah. The other part is, and this is still hard for me, is like the, you know, the overthinking or second guessing certain interactions, mm-hmm. which for me is a childhood trauma thing for a lot of us, it is. Mm-hmm. And the way that I try to get myself out of that and it gets easier every time is it's just, and my, one of my good friends said this to me, she's like, Hallie, literally no one fucking cares. Like everyone is so wrapped up in their own shit. Like you're yeah. not that special to them. They mm-hmm. are the main character in their show. And what it like you thinking about this and letting it take up energy in your head is not going to change anything. So it's yeah. like, they're either going to like you or not just it, whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I w- so I was just on my last session of feel the good. We were talking about like all the different types of negative thoughts that we have. And one of them is like personalization, right? And personalization is like assuming that everybody's actions or thoughts or whatever or whatever they say is like an attack towards you right like if you're talking to somebody and they like look away for a couple seconds you're like oh I'm boring them right we're just like so Mm -hmm. self-centered and I like said to my girls I was like isn't it hilarious how much we lack self-esteem yet are so fucking obsessed with ourselves and think everyone is obsessed with us and the whole world revolves around us yeah we hate ourselves and we have no self-esteem you like, like what? What? It's how does it even? I think we're all just wired that way for some reason. It doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah, but it's it's true, and that's another thing. Yeah, not taking things personally, um, because there have been times even like, like the first couple of times I'll hang out with someone, especially a, a woman, because I have a lot of trauma with backstabbing, mm. um, past friendships. If like a friend says something to me with a slightly different tone than yeah. usual, and that's like the last interaction we had that night. I'll sit there at home and be like, oh my God. And then I just have to snap myself out of it. And the one way that you can also snap yourself out of it is remember all the times that you tried to like sabotage yourself in the past and you were wrong about most of those. Like every time that you like realize, oh shit, I was just in my head. It's like another Mm -hmm. like confirmation that you're just in your head. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, and then also like the fact that you, like in one of my episodes, I talked about this kind of where like the fear of losing people, right? So obviously you're you're like hyper fixating on that one comment from your friend because right. you're afraid they're going to be mad at you or you're going to lose them or whatever. But when you go through a transition like Hallie, where you had all of these friends, you literally ditched all of them, created all new friends. It's like if someone's really going to, if you're going to lose somebody, Okay, so what? It gets easier every single time. And then when you have like those really amazing people, it's like if you have like those core like couple of people, then everyone else is just extra. It's just bonus. And even if you Mm -hmm. don't have a few core people, you you have to be so sure of who you are that losing anybody at all at any Mm -hmm. time is not going to waver your 
like your icon energy, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. we really do only have ourselves at all. Like we have absolutely nobody else. So yeah. you have to like get used to that feeling. Yeah. And I think where a lot of people go wrong when it comes to making friends is that like they're making friends to like again to like add something to their life where it's like you're almost like joining in on their life right and so why would somebody want to be friends with it's kind of like why would someone want to be friends with you if they're just like if you're just leeching onto their life and you don't have your own life but when you have your own life and your own things like people are so much more likely to be drawn drawn to you so it's also too like oh sorry I need to cut you off no I was just gonna say but I think that's like the hardest part for some people is like their whole life they've been just like kind of their personality like kind of is created by who they're with right Mm. they don't create their own thing so then when they like are are making friends or like having troubles with friends it's just like they don't know how to hold their own it's so crazy that you brought that up because I actually have (laughs) there's like two ways that I could respond to that as well Mm -hmm. so I think and this is also a tactic that in that book that I've actually used way before I read it Mm -hmm. um one way that is really good to make friends is to be yourself like and have like a very sure stable persona mm-hmm. but you can also adopt like the surroundings and this is in my course so I'm not going to reveal too much <laughs> but mm-hmm. you can adopt like the situation that you're in and the people that you're with like read their energy read a little bit like of what their values are and reflect that back onto them mm-hmm. it's like a mirroring method of people want to feel understood. So if you show them something in themselves that you understand, then they're going to feel comfortable with you. Yeah. So it's all about finding a way to relate to people. And you can even take it like a psychological step further of being like, you know, I sometimes when I'm around and this is just being completely honest, you guys might think this sounds crazy, but if I'm around someone for the first time in the spiritual community, right, Mm -hmm. I am going to be a little bit softer spoken I'm not going to be like cursing a lot. I'm not going to be shaking my ass a bunch, you know, which is all things that I do usually, mm-hmm. but I'm still going to be funny. You know, I'm still going to have like Hallie traits, but it's going to be a milder version so that they can get their feet wet with my personality. I mm-hmm. feel them out. I see what their values are. I see how they move across a room mm-hmm. and how much space they take up. And I meet them halfway. Because the last thing you want to do is you don't want to turn someone off by being either like by being too much at at once. You ever meet someone and like, they're so eager, like they're so just so extra that it's like, wow, you know, and it doesn't matter. Like if if I go into a situation and I literally don't give a fuck if these people like me, no, I'm just going to continue to be extra. It's like, take it or leave it, baby. You know, like this is me. Yeah. But when it comes to strategy of like actually trying to build connections, you can't go from zero to a hundred. And it's almost like, like, it's just like a quick penetration, if you will. Like you can't do that. It's gotta be slow, steady. Mm, Well, I mean, it's like sex. (laughs) It's like foreplay and lose. Yes. It's like social foreplay. It is. It's social foreplay. You have to, you have to 
you don't have to do anything, but it's just like, it's easier because even if I meet someone that's on my level of crazy immediately, yeah. it's too much for me. Yeah. I can't be, I can't meet someone at that level the second I meet them. Totally. Yeah. Completely agree. And I mean, it's the same way even like in business, right? You don't sell something to like somebody who just followed you. You like DM them and you're like, hi, hello. Like, thank you for the follow, whatever. Then maybe you give them a freebie or, you know, just start a conversation with them, create a relationship. And then once a relationship builds, then you can be full force, you crazy, offer them it's things. It's so crazy whatever. that you like, say that stuff because I actually, I can't do any of that, which I think is so funny for people to understand that Maddie and I have such different ways of doing business. Like she's actually like a less penetrating personality, but mm -hmm. she can like, like be really in her masculine with her business. At yeah. first, I literally am such a penetrating personality and I'm so in my feminine, my business. Like mm -hmm. I literally tried to reach out to people like first and I, I felt so weird. I not in like a, I'm scared way, but just so this is not in alignment with me. I cannot do this. Mm. So it's so crazy how the, like our personalities versus our business styles are so different. Yeah. I, I can't like well, even, I, can, I can't do it. I can't do yes. It. But even in a feminine business where you don't like reaching out to people, you still have cold, warm, hot leads. You know what I mean? Right. But you just do I it through your contact. Cold. I never have cold. I can't do it. But, but you do have cold. Do I? Yes. This is the literally the energies of business. Like Okay, okay. So, so if someone – this is actually such a side topic. But if yeah. someone reaches out to you first and they're, that's still a cold lead even if no. like – That's a hot so, lead. Right. So I, what I'm saying is like I never reach out to anyone first. Yes. But so in your audience, like right. let's say that you have a thousand people and and like five people – um, are like reach out to you into the DMs and they're like, please, can I work with you? And then let's okay. say like 300 of your followers are like liking all your pictures and reacting mm. to your polls, but they haven't okay. reached out yet. And then the other, I can't do the math, but whatever, the other yeah, se like whatever. 700. <laughs> yeah, the other like 690. <laughs> yeah, the other 690 that aren't quite ready to like interact with you yet, those are cold leads. Then your 300 people interacting with you are like warm leads. And then the people reach out that reached out to you are like hot okay. leads, like take my fucking money. Yeah. Okay, so you can good. convert leads wow. just by like the way that you create content, you know? That's amazing. I yeah. learned something today from you because I, I always yeah. just assume that – I don't know what I assumed. I just yeah. assume most people aren't following me for my, for my business shit. I assume they're following me for a good laugh. <laughs> Exactly. That's why I even like, that's why I say like a thousand, right? Maybe a thousand of them are interested in graphic design, but then it's like, so when you're yeah. creating content, that's the strategy behind, if you're not getting a lot of hot leads and like a ton of people aren't reaching out to you, like take my money, then you need to create some content. That's like, hi, I'm Hallie. Like, this is what mm -hmm. I do. Cause those cold mm -hmm. leads need to be like warmer, lubed up a little bit. Put them in the microwave, girl. Yeah. Warmed up a little um, but anywho, okay. So here's my question. You already kind of answered this, but I want more clarity. Okay. Let's, let's say somebody is not feeling so iconic at all. They're like, just not at the level of you. Okay. Very like unsure of themselves, but they won't just got to a new place. They want to create some relationships. They go on meetup. They go to this place. They go to yoga at space. 
<laughs> and then they see somebody that they might want to be friends with. What is when do when do you go up to them? What's your first sentence? Literally. For somebody okay. that's more confident. Well, number one, I first I have to slide this in there again that I do have um I I created an interaction formula that will be in my course as well. I Oh which, really? But it's 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 not so black and white like in real life, yeah. but it's just as, for people who really have no idea what's going on, that will mm, be in there. So oh, that's amazing. Thank you. I know for that, but basically how it works is, okay, for what first thing I say, so it depends, right? So, okay, let's say we're mostly talking to women here, right? I, right? Okay. So, I mean, usually I would go up to women quicker than men, obviously. I don't even need to explain that. Women are girls and gays only. <laughs> not, not always. But like, if you're, if you're shy, girls and gays only to start. Um. So what I would do is number one, people love to be complimented. I usually will find something that they're wearing Mm -hmm. or like something that they're wearing and I'll go up to them. I'll say, Hey, I love your shirt. Where did you get it? Or something like that. Um, I also might, so let's say, so let's say you're at yoga. Like it's the question or statement that you might say is going to be different then yeah. if you're, for example, waiting in line at the grocery store, because I socialize everywhere. Yeah. So if I'm waiting in line at the grocery store and someone has something in their cart, I'll be like, hey, like, is that like, what, is that good? I, I haven't actually had that before. Mm-hmm. Start talking to them, give them a sticker. That's easy. Yeah. Um, or if I'm waiting in line anywhere, if you're ever waiting in line anywhere, um, I like to, <laughs> I usually like to complain. <laughs> Oh my God, these people don't have their shit together. This line is taking so long. And then the person in line next to me will laugh and then we'll like make fun of how long it's taking together, which like is kind of, you know, where the ego comes in of like, I'm not claiming to be love and light. Never never will. So those more like passive situations go like that. Just picture like your talkative mom who says hi to everybody energy. That's kind of how those work. Mm -hmm. Um, for a, like for a place like yoga or it's more like an activity complimenting something on them is that's usually I'm thinking of what else I do it's usually that honestly well I love this like I love just like picking out some, like just not going up and being like hi I'm Maddie what's your name yeah, like just being yeah. like oh my god your shirt where the fuck exactly. did you get it yeah that is a great one and that's like a first time going somewhere kind of situation if you yeah. see someone a lot like there's this one, this there's this one guy actually that I see at a lot of the conscious events that I go to, and it's kind of funny. It's like I'm not attracted to him, by the way. It's just like it's platonic. I feel like I have to say that for some odd fucking reason. But I'm like kind of like weirded out that he hasn't introduced himself to me because I'm just kind of like sometimes I expect men to just take charge and just be a man, but you know it's okay if he doesn't want to be. Um, <laughs> see, that was me being a bitch again. <laughs> um (laughs) so I need to go up to him and like what I'll probably do is I'm gonna be like hey um I've seen you around at a lot of events you're really a good great dancer because he is and I'll be like I'm Hallie what's your name Mm -hmm. but that's because I literally made eye contact with this man it's the sun is hitting me so crazy right now I've made eye contact with this man like many a time Mm -hmm. we're friends with all the same people Mm -hmm. our paths simply haven't crossed yet so it's like at this point it, I don't feel weird, you know? Mm-hmm. Totally. Okay. Well, what about, I love that you have just this crazy light on you. 
it's crazy. Okay. We can tell Ashley to pick a video clip from the beginning and we can not care about our. <laughs> okay, please. Thank you. Jeez. All right. Oh, we can that. write her a note. Thank um, okay. But, oh, what was I going to say? Okay. So what about somebody that lives in like fucking Westchester, Pennsylvania or like Kaysville, Utah or somewhere where like there's not space yoga? like this is the hardest question that you could ask me yeah um okay actually so what about like making friends on just social media or so for starters I will say every summer I go back home for like a month or two to Westchester and most of my friends that live there have left Mm -hmm. um so I don't really have any friends there anymore. So I don't really hang out in town. What I'll usually do is go to Philly where mm-hmm. I still don't really know anyone anymore, prefacing that again. Mm-hmm. So I went out with my sister to a um, like a pride uh, event. It was like a drag show. Um, I'm a part of the, the LGBTQ community, obsessed with everything about it. Mm-hmm. And um, I saw this girl in this amazing outfit. She just looked so hot. And I was like, okay, I actually just have to talk to her because she looks better than everyone else here. Like, I got to go tell this icon she's being iconic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, I went up to her and I was like, Hey, you look fucking amazing. Like you just look so great. And she was like, Oh my God, thank you. You know, we started talking. I gave her a sticker. Again, the sticker is huge. Um, and then we became Instagram friends and then we, she was always like, wow, this is a great outfit. I'm commenting on her shit. Like, wow, this is a great outfit. And then she invited me to go to a drag show with her a few weeks later. I'm like, we became really good friends. And next time I'm home, I'm going to hang out with her, you know? Mm. And it's like, you have to just be nice to people. People want to be complimented. People want to talk about themselves. You could do this. I mean, yes, I granted, I could make friends in any small town. It mm. all, the, the method does not change. Obviously it gets a bit more challenging, but mm. like you can go up to someone at a dive bar in literal Nebraska and just be like, Hey, I love your, um, your hunting knife. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> I'm God. Sorry. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Is that what they do there? <laughs> no clue. No clue. But that's a good example. I go to someone in your hometown and be like, I love your Bible. Where did you get it? Wait, but that's like actually a thing because I remember <laughs> I remember like um when I got baptized, like picking out my um my scriptures and like you can pick out the colors and the color of the ribbon and everything. So like some some people's scriptures like are really cute you know you gotta compliment you know, them i feel you when i was in hebrew school my our moms decorated our c door cover and yeah. it was like a cute little book sock thing that you put on it and you know so no i i understand i understand but it was still i had to make the joke yeah no, that's so funny and i love that you bring that up because like when i asked that ask that question of like, okay, well, what, what if someone doesn't live in like Miami or LA LA or whatever? Like my first thought was like, okay, talking about making friends on like social media, because so many people have the belief that like, there just aren't people that they are going to vibe with in that city. Right. Like they're like, I've exhausted all people, all the people. I know all the people, like there's nobody here for me. How in the world am I going to make friends? But I feel like you just pretty much like shot down the doubt that or like pretty much dismantled the belief 
that I was asking that question with. Like I was asking that question with the belief that like you can't meet people in person and you're like, no, the system's the fucking same. Maybe there's not as many people, but like- No, you totally can. You totally can because here's a perfect example of this as well. Like, well, I guess it's not like perfect, but like I have, I know so many people that have married someone that they went to high school with that they never knew in high school and like didn't even know they went to the same high school and they met like five years later at a bar. So it's just like, even if you think you know everybody, you don't. I mean, obviously I can't speak for everywhere, but it's also the the power of the universe and the belief that the universe is bringing new people to you. Like yeah. if you truly believe that there's not, then there won't be. Um, but in terms of online, like, I mean, here's the thing with online is obviously I'll, online is amazing. And I do have a section about how to make and maintain connections online in my course, but <sighs> You'd still want to be around. I mean, a lot of us want to be around people um, and have these like have like these uh, in person connections because no one really wants to be, you know, on the virtual world 24 seven. You know, obviously, Mm -hmm. even if you don't have a lot of friends, you have, you know, your significant other, you have your roommate and like these people Mm -hmm. make your heart full. So being Mm -hmm. having no in person connections is 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 not really the best for your happiness. You know, we all need to connect. But in terms of online, you know, the number one way to, first of all, attract people to be friends with you online is not to be superficial, but your page has to kind of look good. Mm-hmm. Like if you, if you have like a sketchy page with like two Instagram pictures, that's not really an inviting invitation yeah. to be friends with you. Um, it's a great way to maintain connections if you already met someone in person, but like mm-hmm. meeting people online the best way that I usually would do that would be, you know, to, if I see someone that's really awesome and I want to connect with them, I'll send them a message and say, Hey, like, I really love your stuff. Um, I usually don't do that though, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that like you hit it right on the nail of just like, honestly, just posting, like just creating your, like creating an identity or like a presence online because how is somebody going to want to be friends with you if they don't know what you like what you dislike what you dress like what you do you know what I mean like if you're if you're posting about your life like you don't have to go all influencer crazy but have fun with like creating your presence online and creating your profile and making it look cute because ultimately that is kind of an extension absolutely and that that kind of ties into branding as well as like you know you if the more that you look like a cohesive brand, even if it's just your personal brand, like yeah. when, when you present yourself to the world, you really want people to see what you're about. Yeah. And exactly. I just, I don't like to leave any room for people to guess who I am or what I'm, I mean, some mystery is cool. I'm not really mysterious. Never really been my thing. I could try. <laughs> I don't really want to. Literally. I think it was me. Me Ashley came and visited me this weekend and it, me and her were, wait, was it me and her? It might have been me and somebody else. I can't remember now, but we literally had that whole conversation of like how when we were younger, it's like we want to be mysterious so bad, but we just cannot shut the fuck up. Like I, I literally will- cannot shut the fuck up at all, <laughs> at all. I cannot be mysterious. Whatsoever. Me either. I can't. Yeah. I can't. But I feel like there's room for that in the world. And like, if it's not you, then don't force it. I mean, yeah. I feel like the reason that 
I do have as many connections as I do is because, for example, like I post that I am at 420 Yoga every weekend and so many people come up to me there and they're like, hey, I saw that you always come to this. And so I had to come because you make it look so fun. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so if I wasn't sharing what I was doing, then people would not get to experience these awesome things. It's really Mm -hmm. like selfish to not share, (laughs) you know? Yeah, I love that. I I mean, I think like just to even put that in one sentence, it's like be authentically you and show up as authentically you and then just trust and you will attract the right people and just don't be afraid to exactly talk talk to people. Mm -hmm. The authentic thing too, like if you really are new at at making friends and you've just never done this, you know, it's going to take a while and I'm not asking you guys to jump in and just be like a hundred percent yourself right now because that's really a lot to ask and it kind of just first getting over the fear of talking to people, you know, like that comes first. And then the more you get comfortable with that and then you can start really aligning yourself with exactly what you're looking for. But Mm -hmm. you know, when you get to a point, I was talking about this on one of my episodes as well. When you get to a point where you know what it feels like to be completely a hundred percent authentically yourself and to be loved for it, Mm -hmm. there's no going back. And yeah. you, anyone that doesn't vibe with it, it's just like, okay, too bad. <laughs> Sucks yeah. to you. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's like ex- accepting. And I think this comes with like, you know, the fear of talking to people. Like getting rid of the fear of talking to people is literally just accepting. Truly accepting that some people are going to like you and some people won't. And, like, and it's honestly okay. better that way too. It's like, mm-hmm. it, 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 I, I, okay, I'm stuttering. Holy crap. Okay. <laughs> So one thing that I talk about a lot is that um, if you're not sometimes losing followers, you're doing something wrong. And that's because if you are just being so lukewarm and agreeable that no one is getting a little bit triggered by you in some way, then you're really not being 100% authentic Mm -hmm. because that's just so boring. No one likes every single food. No one likes every single music you know it's you're not for everyone and that's not what life's about exactly I when Ashley was here I got my first um two-star review on Breaking Butterfly what and I was haters no but what did you just say though right I know like I know but they didn't they didn't need to go and write a review well okay they didn't write a review it's just a rating okay yeah so they didn't write anything mean but they just put a two-star review because I noticed I got a new review but I was like, where it was such a small little sliver, I could barely almost see it, like next to the two. And I was like, Ashley, I was like, I got my first ah! PR review. But this is amazing because that means I'm actually like my audience is is growing. Or like a couple months ago, like I had the first person like drop out of a program. Like there was no issues mm-hmm. that she had with the program. It was just like whatever. She was just looking for something else. And I was like, oh my God. Like I'm actually like expanding my business, like iconic people or famous people or like the biggest names and personal development, like they have all experienced these things. And for so long, like I Absolutely. didn't, yeah, I didn't experience anything like that first. It was like, I had 127, like five-star reviews. And like, I had, you know, nobody ever dropped out full success and everything. Everyone just loved everything. Like everything is perfect. And it's almost like, okay, well, the next level, if I want to be on the next level, the next level is going to have. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's almost exciting. 
I literally actually had the same kind of thing happen and I didn't remember till right now where I started making like significantly more money and I was having like very higher level clients. Yeah. Um, and then I had a situation where this girl said something so rude to me that I was just sitting there so baffled. She said, I'm just waiting until I can hire someone who actually knows what they're doing. <laughs> sent it to Ashley because Ashley's also my assistant. Thank you, Maddie. Yeah. And I was like, can you fucking look at this shit? Like in she email? Like, she, goes, she goes, oh my God, is she okay? Like it was so mean. And then it's so crazy though because that client and I ended up, you know, having a good relationship. It was like this weird blip, but it was the most humbling weird. moment where all of my clients are usually so obsessed with my work and they're so happy. Yeah. And then I also had like another client that was a bit irritated soon after that. And it's just like, okay, high risk, high reward, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> high risk, high reward. That's how you know that you're making it. Like once you start getting a little bit of backlash, that's how you know like, okay, I'm literally leveling up right now. It's almost a – yeah. You can't have fans without having haters, babe. Exactly. Yeah, Absolutely same with TikTok. Not. Like a lot of times the reason TikToks blow up is because someone's getting like hate or like people disagree. Yeah. And that was mm -hmm. my first my first TikTok that ever went viral was – like people were just like getting all pissed in the comments and whatever. And I was like freaking out. I was like, people hate me. They don't agree with me. And then I like watched my video over and over a couple of times. And I was like, no, I know exactly what I'm talking about. These people are just triggered. And yeah, yeah I was able to actually really just like transform it from, oh my God, like I'm getting backlash to like, oh my God, like I'm, I'm getting backlash. Yeah, like, Mama, I made yeah. it. Yeah. So it's crazy too. Cause like when you're, when you're first getting hate on something, your heart drops and it's this whole feeling of like, fuck, 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 fuck. And yeah. your body just goes into shock. And it's like, you know, I feel like celebrities probably even feel like that too. Like, yeah. like when something, imagine like something on that scale when yeah. there's like a scandal or something could only imagine what that feels like, but it's like this thing where we have to just get out of our, our heads with just being disagreeable because mm -hmm. it's never going to stop. <laughs> like yeah. it's never going to just not happen. It's only going to get worse. <laughs> and if you let things like that stop you from showing up or being your authentic self or starting your business or what, whatever it is, if you let those things stop you, like, I don't know where I was going with that, but like, it's just silly. Like that's stupid to let that stop. You. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, being, getting hate used to be the reason that I was not authentic because yeah. I was so afraid to say things that were going to cause me to get bullied, especially I was bullied all through high school, like traumatically. Mm -hmm. And it was just, you know, it's like, I felt like I could not escape people just having some shit to say. Mm -hmm. So it constantly was something where I would tiptoe around what I really meant. And like, mm -hmm. I also said a lot of ignorant shit when I was younger too that, you know, I probably should have thought through better. I was just a stupid kid. And like people always, you know, take words and make them worse than they are regardless. But, mm -hmm. um, where was I going with that? It wasn't until I deleted Twitter and just like completely said, fuck it. I'm going to just say whatever. Yeah. And I lost so many people and made so many people mad. And I was yeah. just like, it kind of was funny. 
it was funny. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, bye. Mm-hmm. And those are the usually the people that will come around later and mm-hmm. be fans. Like I remember, oh my God, I was taking this business course from somebody and she had like one lesson that was like so triggering for me. I literally emailed their customer service and I was like, hey, like, you know, like this program actually isn't in alignment for me. Like, is there any way that I can like drop out and get a refund or like stop my payments? Because like, it's just some of this, per- these, this person, like some of their beliefs just did not like resonate with me at all. And they were like, no, like no refunds. And I was like, fuck, okay, well maybe I'm supposed to be here. And I kept listening, kept listening. And like, you know, finally got to the point where I was like, now I'm this person's like biggest fan. That's what I'm getting at. Because I kind of wish I knew what I want. You're, are you not down to share what like these these viewpoints were? Because now I'm so curious. <laughs> I'll I'll share I'll share with you later like who it actually okay. is. Okay, sorry. I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but now I'm like, wait. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll share. It was just like it's so there's two very different levels of business. There's when you're first starting your business and then when you have established your business, you're making like 10K months and and then moving forward. So I would say like making zero to 10K is like one portion and then 10K and beyond. It's like what di- what got you here isn't going to get you there. Right, right. And this person like makes so much money and is like telling girls that are just starting their business that they can use the strategies that she's using but they mm. can't. They're just starting their business. They are not right. at that level. Yeah. And there was like a lot of things where I was just like, oh, like this does not feel, it's not realistic. But now because I'm at a different level of business, I'm like, okay, it all makes sense now. But, but you, when, you took, a- when you took the course, were you not making 10K months yet? I was. Oh, you were? Okay. I was but- just like... <sighs> Yeah. No, no, I get what you're saying though. Cause I, I can't use the same tactics that I used to use for things like in general. Like I feel like when you, the only way you can keep manifesting more money is like to already believe that you can make it. So if like you've never made like more than $2,000 a month, you can't manifest 20 K in a month. Exactly. For me, it's always been incremental and like, and like slower, but I mean, you know, like who knows? (laughs) Exactly. And so for me, like as a business coach, I am very like shoot for the stars. You can do whatever, manifest whatever. Like I'm, I'm like the perfect mix of masculine and feminine when I teach Mm -hmm. business because it's like feminine and like attract it and receive and like, you know, do your self-pleasure manifestation. But then the other half of me is like, babe, like you have to actually use business strategy you can't just sit there and masturbate in your office and like pray <laughs> Damn. you know you sure? pray and pray and journal that like these people are going to come even though that does work you still have to like establish mm-hmm. your business and put in a little bit of of hard work and so it, it's mm-hmm. a very it's very much a balance between yeah the both and I just think that needs to be clear to some people. I'm actually, I think I'm going to relaunch serve and do it again. Cause I just think it's like so important for people to learn business with both sides, the feminine and the masculine, you know, and not. Yeah. Or, so absolutely. I mean, tangent, it, but it, no, I, I mean, it's so crazy because I feel like we could talk about literally anything, yeah. um, <laughs> but it, it's so, 
for me at least everything comes in waves and a lot of the times it's like I don't know if it's like my ego or society's pressure being like you're not doing enough or I'm actually not doing enough in that moment or if like I'm just in like the the rest cough like the cough stage of my business you know or if Mm -hmm. I'm like it's just there's so much shit going on in our heads all the time. Like, what are we doing? What are we supposed to be doing? Do I know what I'm doing? I definitely do. Actually, no, I fucking don't. I'm amazing. I suck. <laughs> Literally, that's been me these past like two weeks. Usually I'm very stable. In these past two weeks, I've been like, everything's failing. Oh my God, I'm amazing and I'm <laughs> iconic. I'm broke. Holy shit. I made so much money last month. Okay. It's time to rest. No, I'm going to invest in this mastermind and go full force for the next year. Like literally I've been so flip floppy, but you know, I think that's it. That's the beauty of it. It's just yeah. It's like, okay, today this feels good. All right. That doesn't feel good anymore. Okay. Now this feels good. I mean, good. it's all part of it. And it's like, yeah. you know, I feel like just being able to recognize stepping into how you like how you actually feel that day versus what you think you should feel that day. Mm. Like a lot. So for me, you know, the past week or two, I was doing a lot of play, like just, you know, going out to nice meals, having a lot of partying, you know, just doing a lot of yoga, just kind of not really, every time I would sit down to work, I just felt this itch to not be there. And it was like, I, why am, what am I doing? So if I didn't have a deadline to meet, I was just like, okay, I'm going to go do something else. And then now I'm finally at that point where I'm like, okay, like that was, I needed that. Let's sit down and immediately, immediately yesterday, I had like seven people schedule calls with me Mm -hmm. and that's, and I didn't do anything. It's because the universe is like, okay, there you go. You got that out of your system. Exactly. Exactly. That's how I've been for like the past six months. It's just been like play, 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 play. And you know what? That just feels good because I literally worked my ass off for 18 months nonstop. It's like six months of play is okay. And then when you're ready to jump back on, like you But are. you still are. It's so funny because you're still working a lot. I still work a lot. You like, do. I feel, like, I feel like what I mean is like I was not working. You're, it's different though. It's, so it's different. different. I know it's different. But like it's, it's like sometimes I'd sit there and I'm like, should I be doing something? And I'm like, anyways, another glass of champagne, please. You know. Yeah, whatever. It's Miami. It's different. It's different. I literally walk out of my door and I'm on vacation. The yeah. temptation be real, girl. Wait, you live in Venice. Never mind. Mine's kind of vacation too, but <laughs> that is. It is. But you don't like to socialize, so it's different anyway. <laughs> it's different. Yeah. My version of going out and partying is like going to the beach, but like still taking my journal and working. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Okay, let's wrap things up. I can hear Henry downstairs making my lunchie. And so I'm like... When you say that, I literally die inside. I love it. Lunchie. My lunchie. And so I need to go eat my lunchie. And my cramps are killing me. I need ibuprofen as well. Um, Okay, last question. So um as you know at the end of each episode I like to give my listeners like a little baby step something super small that they can do to create relationships or make like make themselves a little bit more iconic but I feel like so I want to hear Hallie's what she's gonna say but can I tell you my baby step that I think yes yes of course make yourself your own sticker yeah (laughs) absolutely I mean like even if you even if you don't have a business just having something cute to give people 
I think is amazing. Even if it's a little like a little, I don't know. My friend gives out stickers that say you are important, which I think is really sweet. I love that all over New York. Um, so having just a little something to offer people, you know, I think it goes a long way. People love stickers. Um, so yeah, that's a good one, Maddie. Awesome. But I want to hear what you think. What could you give a little tiny piece of homework you could give to the listeners? Okay. Well, I think I have. Okay. So first off, the first thing I'm going to say is because whenever I'm not feeling iconic, I trick myself into it by looking sexy. So like, Mm. and we could do a whole other episode sometime about being sexy because it's Mm. very important to me, Mm. but just dressing up and like, you don't have to go the whole nine yards, but just putting on something that makes you feel good and going to walk around a little bit, maybe run an errand or two and just have a little pep in your step, put your, your headphones in and listen to your most confident bad bitch playlist, you know, definitely have some caffeine because that always gets me going and um, just start like owning your shit again a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. just being, you can really trick yourself into feeling good by looking good. Yeah. I love that. I love that and so then, much. Lastly, also would be. Just try casually starting a conversation with anyone, like a new person, you know, even if it's, even if it's like, let's say you live in an apartment building, even if it's saying, have a good one when you get out of the elevator to like whoever's in the elevator. I always do that. I love that. Just the little things start small, just like little, even if you're just checking out at the grocery store, just like making conversation with the person checking you out or whatever. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Anything. Just get comfortable with it. I love that. Absolutely. Okay, cool. And then my question that I always ask all of my guests, if you at your lowest point was listening into the podcast right now, what would you say to her? Ooh, which lowest point? (laughs) The lowest of the lowest. Oh my God. No, I'm kind of joking. See, I can't not joke. No, I'm not joking. That was serious. <laughs> um, honestly, I would say that this is all part of the process mm. and that well, obviously it will get better, but that everyone says that. So I would definitely mm. say, you know, the right people and the right things are on their way to you. You have to create room for them. Mm. That's really good. Yay! Yeah, I like that. I like, I like the. It's all part of the process. I feel like even I needed to hear that right now. So. Oh, I'm glad to glad to help. I also needed to hear that right now. <laughs> all part of the process. Mm, I love that. Um, okay, cool. And then just tell people where they can find you. Tell them about your course a little bit, uh, which will okay. probably be available by the time that this launches. So. I assume so. I assume so. It's two days from now. So yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So if you guys want to find me on Instagram, it's at seriously Hallie, the word seriously, and then H A L L I E. Uh, my website is, is linked in there, but it's www.seriouslyhallie.com. I'm going to have uh, my, a courses tab on um, my website. So you can go, it's called the empire you desire. It Mm. is a six section course. It's go at your own pace. It's going to be very reasonably priced because I want it in everyone's hands. Um, If you have any questions about that, you can always shoot me a message or an email. 
Um, I also am always kind of, I don't like to say always taking on new clients, but Mm -hmm. I pretty much am always excited to take on new clients for everything that I do, whether you need help starting your business with brand consulting, um, you need branding with logo, business cards, all of that, or you need a website. Um, I do both e-commerce and regular standard websites. Um, and if you want to listen to my podcast, cause I say a lot of dumb shit, go ahead and go to icon elements. Um, it's on, everything is linked in my, yeah, my we'll link it all. Thing. It's all linked, but, um, yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Maddie. I'm so happy to be a guest. Yeah. Thank you so much. I love it too. Cause I can like, obviously we'll link everything in the show notes, but I don't have to leave the links for Ashley. She has them all. (laughs) Yes. I know. It's amazing. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll link everything. We'll make sure you guys have all of the links you need to connect with Hallie Moore and check out her course. I'm so excited, um, for you and for everyone else that's going to be going through that. And thank you. I'm so um, excited. Yeah, it's amazing. I'm so glad I finally got to have you. This is incredible. Um, And if you guys love this episode, make sure you share it, share it on Instagram, make sure you tag both of us so we can see. And um, yeah, love you guys so much. Hope you have a beautiful week. Bye, everyone. Stay iconic. (laughs) Stay iconic. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Breaking Butterfly podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would absolutely love if you left Breaking Butterfly a rating and a review. If you do leave a review to show my appreciation, please screenshot it and send it to maddie at maddiemaple.com and we will send you over my complete collection of resources for your evolution. This is filled with PDFs and eBooks, all of my free masterclasses, and a bunch of other resources to help you become your highest and most confident self. Also, to help further along your journey, don't forget to join our Breaking Butterfly community on Discord. The link is in the show notes, and so is the Breaking Butterfly hotline phone number. Remember to call in, ask your juiciest questions, ask for advice, and I will be supporting you guys on air on the Breaking Butterfly podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here with me week after week, and I will catch up with you guys in the next episode. Bye.